Welcome to It Is Rough Out There, final season. Final season. <laughs> I know. I know. But we're going we're, we're gonna to do something else. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to mention a big, huge thank you to Kelly for staying at my house while my husband and I went on a little trip, which was so Did you like so the little nice. Easter egg hunt when you got back? Yes. How thank long you. did it take? Didn't take that long. <laughs> Didn't take that long. No. <laughs> Kelly likes to leave me little prizes for when I come home. Um, I wasn't very creative, but. Oh, no. That was that was very nice. <laughs> um, how were the dogs? They were so good. Are you they, lying? No, not at all. Especially because I, I have an old lady who wakes me up at five in the morning to go out to poop. Oh, geez. So I got to sleep until like 630, which felt like noontime. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to just like get up, took them outside, fed them and got back on the couch. That was like a dream. Yeah. They're pretty easy. They're so good. Yeah. Well, thank you. It was so funny because, you know, Jamie, my husband and I were talking about, you know, we hardly ever go away. You never go away. We never go away. We never go away. And I'm, and I'm a hermit and I'm a homebody. (laughs) So I appreciate that. I think that if he could go away all the time, he probably would. Nah, I think um, if he wanted to, he would, and yeah. he doesn't. Um, but it's so nice to have somebody that you trust and care about. And that's the thing, is that when you have somebody watching your pets, make sure it's somebody that you trust and you... you and you know. And you know them. And I know everybody doesn't have that person, but you have to work at that mm-hmm. because these dating app dog walking things mm-hmm. not they can be a little dangerous don't get me started yeah yeah we, we <laughs> thanks kelly, for the compliment but don't get me started yeah kelly and i have seen the uh, <coughs> other side of those yes yeah. for sure yeah um so we're going to continue through the maybe the rules of the dog park right and it could be just kind of talk about how we came to these conclusions right and, and some of these are probably at your dog park too sure um and if you have any other rules that you think should be added um let us know reach out yeah let us know i think you can view the rules at fido of natick dot yeah it's it's um it's pinned to the top of the of our um, our facebook page our facebook page friends of fido of natick um and so if anybody you know people often say what are the rules um the rules are posted on a big huge blue sign in the large part of the dog park and also in the small section of the dog park um well, on they're the in outside the, they're in the gate they're in the box yeah yeah so they're everywhere yeah. yeah you yeah. can't miss them no you can't miss them so the first one that we're going to talk about today is what kelly Dog poop. We love to talk about dog poop. Why not? Because it's shitty. Did and I just say that? I think you did. Yeah. And let's <laughs> let's just say it out loud. Dog waste must be cleaned up by the dog handler immediately. Yeah. Not when you're done with your conversation. Not after you get something out of your car. There are bags everywhere in the park. We provide right. them. Most dog parks provide bags. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a bag in your pocket, you don't belong in the dog park. Right. So grab one on your way in. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Grab two, but please don't take the whole roll. <laughs> and, and what happens, too, is I think that, you know, we've, we've watched people and sometimes people are on the phone. 
not paying attention to their dog. Their dog goes over to another side of the park where the person is not, and the dog poops. Oh, my dog, every time we went anywhere her whole life, she would get as far away from me as possible and then just look at me and be like, I'm pooping over here. Yeah, exactly. Um, So if you are at the dog park with your dog, please watch your dog at all times. The whole time. Not your phone. Not the person you're talking to. And why do we ask people to pick up their dog waste? What, What would be a reason why? Well, it stinks. It's messy. Yep. It carries disease. You could step in it. You could step in it. And guess what? The town employees are not paid to come in and clean up after your dog. Right. We do have volunteers that sometimes do come by and do little checks here and there, but that's not their responsibility right. to pick up after your dog. I am not your mother. <laughs> I think I remember seeing that on an office wall at one point. Your mom called. She's not going to come in. Please do your dishes. <laughs> Same thing. Your mom called. She's not coming to the dog park to pick up after the dogs. So feel free. Yeah. And we, we want to have a safe, again, safe, happy, fun place for the dogs and, you know, the people. But um, sometimes we have dogs that come to the dog park that may be sick. Maybe the owner didn't realize. Right. And the dog has a very messy poop, a loose mm-hmm. poop. And that poop could contain some things that could be contagious to other dogs. And we ha- we do have some dogs in our lives, I'm sure, that like to eat poop. Oh, yeah. That phase. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's actually, um, I was reading something about female dogs. And very often female dogs, if they've had a litter of pups, they do clean up after their pups and clean up in that way to clean up the pen or the whelping box or whatever. So very often we find that female dogs are the poop eaters Oh, because they clean up after their pups. Not all. I used to hear that if you fed your dog pineapple, like if you have two dogs and you have one who goes out and eats poop, if you put fresh pineapple in their, um, in their food, it makes their poop less desirable to the poop eater. I can't, I can't even believe we're talking about this. So, uh, <laughs> I did not see this coming. <laughs> so there's, there's actually a word for it. There's, um, uh, it's called coprophagia. Coprophagia? Coprophagia is. Well, that sounds way better than poop eater. Yeah. Is the consumption of feces. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Picking up feces from the yard or the dog park regularly, you know, fixing the situation immediately, that's why we ask you to do it, because we don't want dogs to get sick if they're one of those dogs that likes to... If you don't want me to step in it. I definitely, you know, there's a couple times I've stepped in dog poop at the dog park, and it's just not pleasant. It's bad enough if you step in your own dog's poop. I know. It does make me gag a little bit when I sip when I've stepped in someone else's dog. But do you remember the time we were at the dog park and a human pooped in the The parking parking lot? lot. Yeah. Yeah. The human pooper. That was so bizarre. Yeah. And then I remember. to even think about what the problems were in that person's life. Yeah. Um, But what was interesting, I remember we were talking to um, (laughs) the police. The police. And he's like, how do you know that that's human? And I was like, you don't, yeah, that's human. That's not, that's not a dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, yeah. Let's just not go into any more specifics okay. on, on that. On to the next one. On to the next. So, uh, 
the next one is we have the park open dawn to dusk. And why is that? Well, for the safety of everybody, and you can't see your dog pooping across the park if you're there at night. Right. And some people have asked us to get lights. That's not going to happen. We can't get lights, I don't think, because A, there's no electricity down there. B, there's that whole conservation land thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And we want to be kind and respectful to the neighbors. You know, if the dog park is open 24-7 and people are trying to sleep and dogs are running around barking, that's not very helpful, especially because we are in somewhat of a residential neighborhood, even though we're on a busy street. Um, The next neighbor is probably a football field uh, away. away. Um, But that's not something that... um, and it is it does hurt especially like right now we're in the middle of October so the days the daylight is getting shorter so i understand like some people aren't getting home from work even mm-hmm. before it's dark or right. they leave for work before it's daylight yeah but we just have to go with the flow on that one and maybe research other parks cuz there are probably parks that maybe are in more remote locations in your area that may have lights Right. So if you could, you know, research that, we're we're just never going to have lights. Right. Um, but there are other kinds of dog parks out there. I know that there are some lovely ones in um, Boston that probably are lit. Um, so I've never been to one that's lit, but I could see how it is. Yeah, there. I used to drive when I worked uh, many, many years ago, I worked for the Boston Globe um, when I was in college. And it was so funny because. Driving down the Mass Pike at rush hour, you don't really drive. You kind of sit in a parking lot. Oh, my God. So it was so funny. There was this man at the Boston Globe, and he was Irish. He had a brogue, and he'd say to me, darling, I'll show you the best way to get home in the back roads of Southie. And I was like, great, show me. Oh, God. So I followed him one day, and he was in his car. I was in my car, and he showed me, like, all these back roads. And I actually went by, like, a lot of really cool parks lit up. There was a dog park that was lit up in Southie. Um, I don't know if it's still there. It was many years ago, but yeah, yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Let's see, what's next? Enjoy the park at your own risk. What is that all about? Well, is this going to go back to the name calling thing? (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, as of late, um, we have been receiving reports that people... The humans are acting not nice, not nice and name calling, um, belittling people, being very disrespectful. And it's like we're dealing with people that are in middle school. It's like I sometimes feel like a teacher, right? you know, take your seat. (laughs) Yeah. And and a kid's like, she just called me a name. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. Well, well, what are we going to do about that? Right. And there's three sides to every story. Absolutely. Your side, her side, and the truth. And what's what's interesting for Kelly and I is that we approve the posts that go on our Facebook page. And what we find is that, you know, freedom of speech, right? People have every right to say what they want to say. However, when this happens and somebody is saying this happened at the park, then we always get other sides of stories like we'll get 
I was a witness. I saw yeah. this. Yeah. It might not have gone down exactly like that. Yeah. And, and that happens more than you think. Right. And and I get calls as the animal inspector. People call me all the time. People message me all the time. Same with Kelly. You know, people call her and message her and tell her things. So if you're going to be at the park and your dog isn't thrilled to be there. Go home. Go home. <laughs> Yeah. Or if you're not thrilled, like I've gone there and felt a little intimidated, like there's mm-hmm. a big group of people, they all are friends and what have you. And I I was just there to like be a volunteer, but I didn't know them. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it just didn't feel comfortable. So I left. Right. Yeah. There are times that you go to the park and, and especially like, you know, people will say to me, why don't we have times for people to go to the park? Well, right. we don't do that here because it's conservation land. It's, you know, come... You come. can't have structured any time no. things. No. It's not a thing. No, it's not like the recreation department where you have, you know, soccer at two, you have pickleball at seven, you know, all that kind of stuff. This is, you know, come come when you're able to. And unfortunately, what happens is that in the morning before work is very busy and after work, it's very busy. So if you're not going to be able to come at other times, maybe the dog park isn't for you. And well, maybe it's not for your dog. Is, like we have a, a beautiful forum on social media where you can post like, I'm looking for a play date for my nine pound, beautiful, fun, loving, sometimes grouchy with too many dogs dog. Yeah. Let's meet at the dog park. If that doesn't work... I'm looking for someone with a fenced-in yard that has mm-hmm. a German Shepherd that wants to play with my poodle or whatever. Like, you can do all of those things because of the community that's been built around right. the social media of your park. Right. You know, in our park, I feel like we've done a really good job of that. We have a great forum of exchange and people loan crates to each other and right. my crate's too small, this crate's too big and it's like the three little bears and they right. find the perfect crate for their dog. My dog when, hates this food. Can I pass this on to you? Right. <clears throat> I'm looking for three cups of this because my vet's closed. It's Sunday. I need to feed my dog dinner and right. then I'll get it tomorrow and I'll give it back to you. Right. So use that avenue to create those relationships and find people to get together. I know when my dogs were younger, we did have play dates in our backyard because we had a fenced in yard and we right. met people in the neighborhood. Right. That's the way to go about that. Parks are a park. Right. Parks are there for everyone to use, and we welcome that. But there are restrictions. And if you're unable to follow the rules, you refuse to follow the rules, or you can't be kind, then the park isn't for you. Right. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, you know, I have a puppy who is very small. He's And adorable. And he's wicked cute. He's five pounds. And, um, I was trying to figure out, like, I don't want to go to the dog park with him. Cause number one, he's too young and he's too little and he's picking up everything in the say, backyard. The putting everything in your mouth. Yeah. Thing. So, um, I reached out to our trainer and said, do you know of any cute little Yorkies <laughs> in town or, you know, no ugly Yorkies. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> or any other small dogs. And she said, yeah, I have this woman who has a Yorkie come to find out we meet up our dogs get along great. They have a great time. We find out they're from the same breeder, oh, which is great. Shout out to Katie. Thank you so much. Um, so there are other things that you can do. And even though you and I helped build this dog park, we're not married to the notion 
that we have to be there with our dogs. My dogs are too old and infirm now, so Mm -hmm. it isn't enjoyable. So we, I don't bring my dogs. Right. And I don't bring mine because they're really little and they, they find it overwhelming. They find it too big. Yeah. And the good thing is you have a fenced in yard, not right. have a fenced in yard. Right. So that's great. We do a f- we do have that luxury, each of us. Absolutely. The next one is dog handlers are legally responsible for the behavior of the dogs at all times. Legally. Yeah. Yeah. So if your dog is, is aggressive, goes into say, the park, I was gonna say grumpy. bites other dogs, then... There as could, soon as that happens, you are you really need to stop, like, figure out a way to remove the dog, but go back and be a good person and exchange information with the other parties right. involved. Right, because if uh, a dog is bitten, you know, and they're the victim, and they go to the hospital or their vet, the vet's going to say, you know, how did this happen? And if you don't have the information about the biter, your dog's going to have to go under a four, uh, a 45 day quarantine or a four month quarantine. If you have never rabies vaccinated your dog. Oh yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So it's always the right thing to do. And part of the reason why we don't have a, you know, a crazy outbreak in the domestic pet population of rabies that we share the information. Now, if your biter dog, okay, bites another dog at the dog park or anywhere else, they have to do a 10-day quarantine, which is so much easier than the poor victim doing a 45-day. And it's just the right thing to do is to exchange information. Not because anyone's going to jail, but it's to avoid having to have excessive vaccinations because the treatment for that bite without knowing if the other dog was vaccinated is different and also expensive. Um, And it is just, it's the responsible thing to do. Right. Yeah. And And if you can't be that person and you're like, oh, no, I'm never going to do that, then please don't go to the dog park. Right. And don't bring your dog around other dogs. And, you know, don't let your dog... You can happily live out that life in your yard. Right. Or with your dog on a leash walking on the sidewalk every day, all day long. Right. If you're not going to be a community-minded person, then just don't go to those places. Well, you know what's interesting? I had a foster. uh, She was a Frenchie, and she was a very fresh Frenchie. And say that ten times. Blah, 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 blah. French Frenchy. French Frenchy. French, French Frenchy. Fresh French <laughs> and she was aggressive towards other dogs. She just was. She hated them. She really wanted her person. But her teeth didn't line up. Yeah, her teeth yeah, she had like an overbite. <laughs> so when we were trying to find a home for her, um, people oh, would ask things and I they'd say like, dog. can I bring her to my dog is so to the nice. craft beer convention yeah, yeah. with other people and dogs? And I'm like, no. no, your dog basically has to hang out with you and in your space. And that's it. Like that's, that's, that's how it. she is. She has a bite history. Like we're very open and honest about that. I think all rescues and, and breeders need to be responsible and be very open about bite history. Um, so that owners can actually 
protect the dog from doing it again. Right. And she was, she would be an easy dog to protect from that happening again. Absolutely. She just needed her people. Right. And there were so many people that would say, oh, but can she go, can she run off leash at the beach? No. No. No, she can't. (laughs) No, she can't. Can she go to the dog park? No. Well, I want a dog that can go to the dog park. Well, then she's not the right dog for you. Right, right. So you have to do your your due diligence and make sure that if you want a dog that goes to the dog park and, you know, is this kind of dog, that, that you do the due diligence. However, if you get a puppy and they're, you know, not trained or, you know, whatever, there's a chance that that puppy may also not be a good fit for the dog park because, you know, for whatever reason, they could be aggressive or a biter or... Or just the unpredictability right. of your dog. And if your dog gets overwhelmed, like a dog park is not the place to bring a dog that you're going to watch real close. And when she hits the wall, you're going to be like, I'm all done. We're going to leave because I see her getting close to the end mm-hmm. of her tolerance. You know, it's like having a three-year-old that bites. Mm-hmm. You don't go to birthday parties. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, had, I think I had that three-year-old. Right. <laughs> you know, some kids just bite when they're babies, but you know, it's, uh, it's sometimes equated to their speech development. Like mm-hmm. if their speech, if the world around them is going a hundred miles an hour and their speech just isn't keeping up, then they sometimes bite. And even if your kid didn't bite, you probably knew someone whose kid did. It's terrible. It's awful. You feel very isolated. But it's a real thing. You have to just keep the child or the dog in a safe environment where you know predictably it's not going to happen. And not put them in the situation where they feel stressed, overwhelmed, or, you know, whatever it is that they're feeling. We have to protect our dogs, for sure. We do. Yeah. And our kids. Well... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to sign off for this episode of It Is Rough Out There. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for keeping us out of the doghouse. It is rough out there, rough out there, rough out there. It is rough out there, rough out there, rough out there.